What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the first ever live in-person episode uh, of Toast or whatever ever recorded. Yeah, welcome. We sound a little different than normal. We may, may sound sexier than you remember. Some may say we sound even sexier than before. <laughs> My name's Nathan Workman, and I am joined, as always, by the goodest boy, the most beautiful green eyes I've ever seen, Shane Morris. Hello. <laughs> I'm never going to get tired of that. That's fun. Yeah, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, not bad. Yeah? You know. Yeah, a little of this, a little of that. Oh, you know, it's good. Yeah. yeah it, mm. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah. And also, a moment of silence. May he always be remembered. I said moment of silence. For Craig, Craig's services are no longer needed as we are in person. But we do have... Somebody else joining us. Marvel, come Market. Oh. Oh. And Marcus. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Sounds about right. Oh. Hey, Kill. How's it going? Hey. Also joined by Kill. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, good. How are you guys? Good. Very good. Caleb, uh, Caleb set us up with some sick microphones, and we sound like we could do a cartoon now. Yeah, we're actually uh, prepping for our new cartoon coming out called... Oh, yeah. uh, Toast, toast or, or whatever. whatever. <laughs> uh, nice. Nathan, uh, I'm going to get you guys to play some characters real quick. Uh, so just, I don't know, be like a full of himself superhero. Um, like big puff chest, Ameri like Captain America type guy. You ready? Right now? Oh, yeah. We're just going to we're just gonna wing it. Oh, this is our cartoon. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. I'm just pitching our cartoon right now. Okay. It is I, Imperious Threat, Larry. I'm here to destroy the world unless some superhero stops me. Imperious, you're here again. Oh, yes. It is I, Captain Captain, here to stop you. Not you, Captain Captain. I will defeat you with justice. <laughs> Captain Captain, it's me. Take this. Little guy, I'm here to help. I'm just a little guy. Oh, little guy. I'm like only four inches tall. My sidekick. I'm very delicate. My sidekick, Dill Pickle. No! <laughs> I'm defeated. And remember, kids, always choose justice and kindness. And drugs. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's the intro to our cartoon. Every week we gather around a table. And we talk about whatever the gosh darn heck and heck we want to talk about. Don't do that. <laughs> I liked the echo. He, he was, was testing kinda... the shock mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't budge. Um, so who wants to start this week? Uh, new format, new me, you know? I have a, a comment. Honestly, new format, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Anarchy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Nathan should start. It sounds like he I'm not ready. Start. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. All right. Caleb can start. Caleb, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. So the first topic that I brought, and I have a secondary just in case we run out of time or Nathan doesn't actually have a topic. Oh, we, we won't run out of time. I don't think we'll run out of time. <laughs> so, That's never oh, an issue. Oh, thank you, Marvel. Uh, so my first topic that I want to talk about is tattoos. Oh, cool. Ooh. So um, if you don't know, I'm covering my arms right now, but I have many tattoos. Nathan has many tattoos. I have zero. Shane is but a, a wee babe. I've not been pricked um, by the needle me, of it. Tattoos are the art of the devil. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you have any? <laughs> no, it's it's mostly an acting thing. I'd have like full sleeves if I had money, and also I wasn't trying to pursue more acting stuff. That's what I thought about that a lot because I I want to be in the entertainment industry, right? 
And I was like, well, I'm not a good enough actor to actually be an actor. But what I'm good at is directors. And who cares what directors look like, right? Yeah. And if you make it, like, bigger, they'll just, like, cover it up with makeup and stuff. Because there's, like, uh, really could, could good Could they makeup. cover up full sleeves? A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. They do all the time. There's yeah. a bunch of actors that you'll see on TV that you would never, ever guess in a million hundred years that they have full sleeve tattoos or yeah. stuff. I, I was blown away by one. I think, uh, is it Tom Hiddleston that has a bunch? Oh, I have no idea. I, f- I, I forget. Anyways, there there is one that is part of Marvel, I think, that has a like just a ton of tattoos all over his body. Um, but more specifically, I wanted to talk kind of about um, just like what you guys feel, like what it takes for a tattoo to make it onto your body, or um, <laughs> why why wouldn't you ever get a tattoo? Like like like, what are the requirements? Is it, it would you tattoo anything on your body, or what? Is there like certain requirements that it has to meet? Um, yeah, I'll I'll answer this one. For me, I know I'm very opposite from Caleb. It's one hundred percent. It has to mean something to me. Not that not to say that your tattoos don't mean something to you, but if somebody looks at that pink glob on the side of your leg, they're like. <laughs> This guy was cracked out when he got this tattoo, right? Um, and not to say it doesn't mean something to you, but, like, mine mean a significant amount to me, right? Like, the ta- the sleeve, well, I'll get to that. So I have a full sleeve tattoo on my right arm, um, and the meaning behind it's pretty deep. I won't go into it. On my foot, I have a link from a Wind Waker tattooed on it, and uh, that franchise means something to me. That one was a little bit more fun than what I than what I'd normally go for. On my left arm, I have the Lord's Prayer in Aramaic, um, close to my heart. And then on my left leg, uh, Angie, Angie, my wife, is actually a fantastic artist. And she designed all of my tattoos, actually. But we became close with our tattoo artist, and he's like, or I, I was like, hey, if Angie ever wanted to try tattooing, would you like, would you train or whatever? And he's like, oh, yeah, you, I love you guys. Like, absolutely, I'll teach her. So we went in, and she tattooed... Um, our dog Marvel on my leg and she's wearing uh, she, it looks like she's flying through the air with a little cape that has a big M on it. Um, but all, all of these things mean to, it has to be on my body. It has to mean something to me in short. Yeah. And nice. I, I would agree to an extent. I mean, I think the meaning that something has to hold for me is probably a lot less than the standard that you have for your body and for what you put on yourself. But for me, everything that I do have tattooed on me does have some sort of, significant meaning whether it's small or in the moment or whether it spans more than just the moment that I get it kind of thing um and that's kind of reflective of how I live my life and I think the way that you tattoo your body is also very reflective of how you kind of make decisions in your life or how you do things in your life I'm I'm a little bit more sporadic and in mine I think about it for a very long time yeah whereas there's a few there there's the big ones on my body that are revealed I've spent countless days and hours and weeks and months and years thinking and crafting and making it exactly what I wanted it to be. Um, but there are also ones that I have hidden that aren't as visible that are a little less significant. Right on are, his butt. Yeah, there are none right on my butt and I don't think I would ever get one. Maybe. <laughs> if I run out of room, maybe that's my go-to place. But uh, <laughs> Left cheek. Yeah. Left cheek. Left Speaking cheek. a little bit to Caleb's, uh, Caleb's um ability to just go on the whim of things nathan and i pitched this absolutely insane idea to caleb i was gonna bring that up he went for it yeah so um maybe i'll just tell like my side of like what we decided to ask you about and then you can tell us what your response was so nathan and i joking around we're like you know we should just do a, a episode of tables and things where we we draw 
horrible drawings because we suck at drawing and um, Caleb has to get it tattooed on his body. Let's pitch <laughs> it to him. And then Caleb, we told him the idea and this is, uh, this is his thought process on it. So I agreed to it. I said I would do it. But the only thing, the only requirement I had was whatever you guys come up with, I want you guys to put a little bit of care into it. That way it doesn't look like just another glob on my body. Nah. Um, <laughs> and then the second thing was that I wanted the ta- whoever the tattoo artist was to put like their stylistic standpoint on it. So essentially what we want to do is they're going to come up with the design for a tattoo that I assuming I can place wherever I want on my body. I don't think uh, it it's got to be right on your face. That's what I think. Right on the forehead. Right on the forehead. Yeah. So, and then we're going to get the tattoo artist to do it and we're going to film it all um, and release it as an episode. That would be a fun one. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't... I'm having issues. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> well, what's what's, what's, just mute my channel real quick. Uh, channel two. Oops, I turned... Oh no, everything's a mess. Uh-oh. Okay. So... <laughs> So what I what I do want to do with it is I, I want to do this thing because, you know, as we now know, this is such a significant part of our lives. Um, Tattoos? No, creating this content and uh, wanting to do something greater and bigger with it all. Um, so to me, it is significant. To me, it is something that matters. And it's not something I would be ashamed to put on myself um, because I would be proud in the moment. Like, hey, we we did this thing that not a lot of people do. We, we were unique and we were original and we followed through on it. And for me personally, like you two guys specifically are a big, a part of my life that I wouldn't mind having something that like, if you guys were ever to leave or pass away or whatever, uh, I mean, Um, I'm getting pretty old. I, I, it would be a good remembrance for me. Like it would, it would always signify, or even if, if I were to leave somewhere, it always signified that you guys had such a big, place in my life that I'm not ashamed to bear something um, that you guys created for me to That's put cool. on my Caleb body. is a yeah. much better friend than we are. <laughs> Caleb's a much better friend than we give him credit Oh my for. goodness, <laughs> this is still falling. Yeah, sorry everybody, we're having a little bit Here, of technical uh, issues. We can fix it at the break. I'll hold it uh, for now. Uh, uh, I've done all I can do. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it. My <laughs> we'll, table's probably we'll, going to be ruined after this. Anyways, probably. Um, oh yeah, what's, what's your take on tattoos? I think they're super cool. Oh, you already said it. Yeah, I think they're super cool. I would get, like, I'm a little bit more like Nathan, um, surprisingly. Um, I wouldn't just get whatever put on my body. I'm like, it has to mean something to me. Right. Like, a lot. Like, it has to, like, not just something to me. It has to be, like, this is huge. Like, or it has to be a really cool piece of art. I think me, it's more just trusting the tattoo artist. Yeah. Is what it would be for me. Because I'm like, I've seen so many, like, horrible pictures online. And I'm just like, that person just got their arm ruined. It just looks, why? Yeah, that yeah. happens a lot. You, it's all over the internet. There's people who just do stuff out of their basement or think that they can try to be a tattoo artist. And there's always that first person that goes to them and ends up with something horrible that's going to be on their body for the rest of their life. Oh, yeah. It's just scary. I'm about to burp. but <laughs> yeah. Also, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, tattooing is very like expensive. The reason why I think your tattoo artist let Angie do her own tattoo and he's like yeah i'll teach her is because i'm pretty sure you've paid for like a hundred vacations for that guy <laughs> dropped like yeah. three hundred thousand dollars on tattoos look how many you got <laughs> i don't know how much they cost but that's my guess three hundred thousand dollars per tattoo per t- that's correct yes yeah <laughs> exactly you, you nailed it on the head i'm really bad at guessing money 
But what we should do, actually, I was just thinking of this as we were talking about it. If we, if this view, this is going on YouTube, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So on our new YouTube channel, what is it going to be called? We don't know yet. We already uh, have the to- channel. Toaster, whatever. It, we got oh, the channel. Be on yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. Huge jumping quality from the previous toaster, whatever. So <laughs> if we get 500 likes on this video, yeah. me and Nathan will do a tattoo reveal video where we go through all of our tattoos and explain them. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say if we get 500 likes, if we get 1,000 likes somehow... We'll do that tattoo challenge with Caleb. If we get a thousand likes, I'll tattoo a like button on my forehead. <laughs> I, okay, don't commit to that. Don't. don't I'm, I'm not that. doing that. I've seen yeah, videos no, no, of like no. a million, millions yeah, yeah. of likes, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> we could. We there. could easily clickbait when we do Caleb's. Uh, when we draw the things for Caleb, that's gonna be a lot of fun. That could yeah. be a fun thumbnail to make. Yeah, I want to do that one even if we don't get a lot of likes because yeah. it's something that like I've kind of already committed to in, <laughs> in myself. So I'm like, I'm ready for it. Let's just do it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that topic. That's yeah. nice. We'll just label the video. We'll call this one to make sure we get lots of uh, engagement. We'll call it like PewDiePie Punches Orphans. <laughs> so that way people have to click. They're like, oh man, clickbait and PewDiePie. <laughs> he punched orphans. That's funny. Yeah. Um, this thing's falling right off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, should, should we cut to a little break here? and then? Yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to go to a word from our sponsors. We have sponsors now. So um, get, get a word from our sponsors. Uh, okay, I think we got our technical issues figured out here. I'll awesome. figure it out, and I hope you guys enjoy that ad. I was just going to say that. I hope you guys brought <laughs> oh, to it. Oh, no. No, I'm having problems. <laughs> but that's just uh, my life in general. Technology just brings on more issues. We should just go back to Discord. Mm, no. <laughs> so, uh, we talked about tattoos. Shane, what's your topic? Oh, okay. So, um, I, <laughs> it's kind of different from what I've done before i wrote a choose your own adventure story <laughs> so um i'm gonna read you a story and every once in a while i'm gonna say uh like what do you do how do you handle this okay and uh you can give me whatever answer you want and i have to try to fit it into one of my possible branches and they it took me way too long uh i wrote it all last night i stayed up way too late writing it on my phone and uh also feel free to make sound effects while it's going <laughs> As long as they are befitting or not, it's up to you. Do whatever you want. Just a bunch of farts. Huh? I'm not your real mom. <laughs> All right. You awaken in a cold, dark room. The concrete walls and floor are riddled with stains. You hear what can only be described as rattling chains and creaking floorboards from just above you. What do you do? Me or Caleb, or both? Um, Are we together you in this Okay, uh, I'll give you guys two options. You can either each do the story individually to see two different endings, or you can work as one collective person. Two different endings. Okay, so we'll have uh, we'll have whoever wants to go first can go first. You can go first, okay. I'll okay. make the sound effects, and then when I go... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. okay, cool, cool, cool. What do you do? Um, what was above me again? <laughs> Creaking floors and chains? Creaking floorboards and rattling chains. Is what you hear. Can I see chains? You can't see anything right now. Um, I'm going to feel around the room for something. All right. Let me go over here. You investigate the room. There's a faucet dripping just off in the distance. And a small metallic object is just out of reach. Footsteps can still be heard just above you. And they sound like they are getting closer. What do you do? 
Uh, I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Against your better judgment, you sit and wait. Your fate has been sealed, and you have grown to accept it. Should you have looked around you, you would have noticed your left hand had been handcuffed to the pipe beside you. As your eyes attempt to adjust to the light, a large silhouetted figure approaches. What do you do? I'm going to try and attack him. Okay. You try to attack the silhouetted figure, but you are still handcuffed to the pipe. You are unable to overtake him. It seems like your luck has run out, and now you have, or now you are face to face with who you assume to be your captor. The silhouetted figure kneels down beside you. If I'm going to get you out of here, I need you to work with me. He slowly stands back up. A key is hanging in his left hand, attached to a long chain. He unlocks your handcuffs and offers you his hand. What do you do? I'll take his hand. You accept the stranger's offer. You don't know anything about him, but you get a strong feeling he is on your side. My friend, this is just the beginning of your story. As you grab his hand, the world around you melts away and is replaced by fields, trees, and a soft summer breeze. You are standing alone. The words echo once more in your mind. This is just the beginning. So that's Caleb's. Uh, that's Caleb's story. That was a happy. Ending. That was a happy ending. I'm. I'm good with that. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right, Nathan. Mm. So Caleb, you get to do sound effects for Nathan. And uh, <clears throat> Nathan, your story starts out much similar. You awaken in a cold, dark room. It's freezing. The concrete walls and floor are riddled with stains. Ew. You hear what can only be described as rattling chains and creaking floorboards from just above you. What do you do? I scream for help. <laughs> Why are you scrolling the game over? It's way down there. You try screaming for help. And it works. Somehow... Despite all the odds, screaming for help worked. Even you are surprised by the results. Whether through stroke of genius or pure luck, you have opened a secret passage. Your words, help me, were the secret code. A work table slides out of the way and reveals a long ladder leading straight down. You can't see the bottom. But one thing is for sure. You need to make a decision quickly. Those footsteps from above are sounding a little too close for comfort. What do you do? I say, hey, where's this hole lead to? <laughs> Wait, sorry. You ask where the hole leads to? <laughs> Who yeah. are you asking? Are you asking the, the, the guy, hole? The footsteps are getting closer. I don't know. <laughs> you discovered a secret passage, and then instead of doing anything with the secret passage, <laughs> against your better judgment, you return to where you once sat. You ask the creaking <laughs> floorboards above you. 
Where's this ladder go? Your fate has been sealed, and you have grown to accept it. Should you have looked around, we're in Caleb's area now. Should you have looked around, <laughs> you would have noticed your left hand had been handcuffed, but not really because you did some investigating. As your eyes attempt to adjust to the little light, a large silhouetted figure approaches you. What do you do? Hey. You're just asking people a lot of questions. Uh, help me. <laughs> Please help the, me. The door closes. I'm handcuffed. Help me. That's what uh, I say. You you try to ask the stranger to help you. And he seems confused. You look back at the ladder. The stranger approaches slowly and menacingly. What do you do? I'm still handcuffed. Maybe. I try and get out of the handcuffs. I'll lick my wrist and try and get out of the handcuffs. <laughs> okay, let me find where that would be. <laughs> I wrote this down, don't worry. Um, okay. <sighs> Sorry, I gotta find it. I've got something that would work for this. <laughs> I'm menacing. What do you want for dinner? <laughs> Mom? <laughs> would you like some barley soup? Oh, this one this will work here for you. Barley soup. You try licking your hand. And surprisingly, it slips out. Yes. How bizarre. There's not even signs of handcuffs anymore. Are you imagining things? Losing your mind? Now is not the time to question your sanity. You continue licking your wrist. Stay with me. The object you found, just off in the distance, has a large red button labeled, Do I push Not it. You push the button, but nothing happens. You try again and again, but still nothing happens. An eerie silence fills the air. No more sounds of footsteps. No more creepy stranger. No more creaking floorboards. A light dimly glows on the wall just in the distance. Etched into the wall is a single phrase. Your real adventure begins now. I run down the oh. hole. <laughs> or is that the end? <laughs> I'll let you do it. I'll let, I'll let you do it. I run down the hole. I, I don't say, know. I don't want this adventure. I run down the hole. You get scared somehow. <laughs> and I don't know how we made it here. You've beaten all of the odds and stumbled upon the darkest secret. A ladder. You climb down for several minutes and hear the familiar sound of rushing water. You place your foot on the ground and notice it's very wet. Running water flows past your now-soaked shoes. You are deep under the house you were once trapped in and have entered the sewer system below. Tunnels lie ahead of you, and you know that if you have any chance of survival, it will all come down to how you navigate this labyrinth. The only thing certain in your mind, this is where my adventure begins. I climb back and no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just keeps going. You just want to hear every ending. Did you, did you write all those scenarios? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. You I have to choose your I have adventure. like a, it's like if this go to two A or two B or two C. Oh, cool. I just go through all of them. It reminded me a lot of um, Tales of Arabia. 
Oh yeah. You know when you choose like the certain actions, it gives you like all those yeah. scenarios in the book. That's probably, you, probably you, what inspired it. Do you attack the old helpless man? Always. You always attack the old do man. Do you steal from the old helpless well, man? Always. What was the best possible outcome? They're all very different. Um, I like the one, uh, which is my favorite one. Okay, you almost got to it. Um, where is it? You shouldn't have run down that hole. <laughs> you should have kept licking your wrist. You, you ended kept... in a sewer. I ended in a happy field. Uh, there's. Where is yeah, it? but this is where my adventure began. So if you That's don't, my it's began. if you don't push the button, you resist the temptation to press the button. Stay with me. Even you wanted to press it. We're, we're losing him. You really wanted to press. Not like this. Not like this. If you just press the... Hey! Hey! He's waking up. Stay with me, pal. A frantic nurse is yelling at you while holding your hand. Another nurse is pushing your gurney down the aisle. You've lost a lot of blood. We didn't think you'd make it, but it looks like you're still alive. <sighs> this is just the start of your adventure, it seems, and not the end. Oh. Ah, that's one of my favorite ones. Cool. I like that I was in a happy field. By yeah, you, the, the yeah other... but that you clearly died. Well, no. no. No, he didn't. That's not actually what would have happened. Well, whatever, fine. You died. <laughs> whatever, Nathan. It's That's your fine. narrative now. Yeah, so I guess it's whatever you want. Yeah. He broke the rules way too many times in that Choose Your Own Adventure. He's, he's <laughs> the kid that will yeah. like pick something and he doesn't he, like it. He'll so like he read ahead back. and he flips back and he's like, no, 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 no. Listen here. This isn't my story. I chose something different i meant <laughs> uh, heads it goes to tails i meant like i didn't want heads I, wanted <laughs> tails. I meant i wanted the opposite of the one that i said whatever it takes whatever it takes whatever it takes all right what's your topic nathan um before we get to my topic Right. Uh, we just got to take a little break for our next ad. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello, guys. How's everyone doing? Let's just whisper sweet nothings in your ears. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that ad. I've always wondered, what what is sweet nothings? I don't know. Like, what is whispering sweet nothings in somebody's ear? Can you imagine it, if that was your topic? It's like, man, I can't believe. Yeah, yeah. That's not my topic. <laughs> oh, my I think it means when, when it's like empty words and you're like. Yeah, like it, realistically, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, when you're like, oh, babe, you're so hot, but you don't really mean it. That's a sweet nothing. Well, then. But I always That's pictured, just lying. That's like a sweet lie. That's I always pictured. Sweet, like an ugly lie. I always Picture sweet nothings. You only sweet nothing somebody you truly love. Hmm. You know? I don't think that's how it works. Okay, whatever. Well. My topic is um, about like uh, certain dreams and deja vu. And I'm not saying dreams as in I want to be uh. a rich girl, a millionaire, famous. I mean dreams like dreams you've actually had. Or deja vu. So, for example, I've had this dream three or four times now and it's the same exact way every single time I have it I'm in high school uh, I'm wearing skinny jeans I got my emo hair still it's straightened to the side like this kill like that I remember the days like what like this 
Okay. And I live in like this, it's not New York, but it looks like New York, so it probably was New York. But all <laughs> all of my friends, my, my, you literally just said, it's not, it's not York, but it looks like New York. You know, probably it's New York. And it looks like New York. <laughs> and it smells like it New York. It smells like New York. It's probably not New York. It's, pro- it's probably Windsor. <laughs> yeah. We went to, me and Shane went for ice cream with um, Matt and Marley and Angie last night, Kim. Yeah. I won't say where, but they had this thing called the Windsor Fog, like this drink. And somebody's like, oh, what's that? I'm like, it's a, like a London fog, except a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all kinds of pollution in it. Oh, Marvel's just going to lay on me. Oh, good girl. Oh. Um, so anyways, and in this dream, it's very, um, like the atmosphere is very terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very gray. It looks like tornadoes are about to sprout, it's like a hellscape almost. And it is... In this dream, it is scary, um, but I don't mind it in this dream because I have powers like Spider-Man. Not exactly Spider-Man, but like Spider-Man. Full circle. <laughs> nice. Like Spider-Man, but not Spider-Man, so it's probably Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. You're not, so we're in New York, but not New York. You have powers like Spider-Man, but not Spider-Man. Is this just a retelling of Spider-Boy? Have we talked about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have yeah, talked yeah. about that. I should read that one one day. I think you should. On... Uh, on camera um so i'm swinging around um fighting the thing from the incredibles you know that that ball monster with the legs that comes out the incredibles the cartoon oh the thing that mr uh incredible fights sorry i thought you (laughs) these said fantastic four for some reason the ball thing i was like uh ben does not look like a ball thing with legs coming out you know what i'm talking about right (laughs) yeah yeah, incredibles so it's the massive version of that and i'm fighting it through the city and it's like killing people like just clicking heads left and right and i'm it's just unique because every single time the dream happens exactly as it did the previous time i had it like, it's shot like a movie, shot for shot, nothing changes. There's no deleted scenes, no special features, no extended editions, no director's cut. Zack Snyder. Make Justice League great. Um, Impossible. And it's just so weird because I've had literally had it like three or four times and I wake up like, what the heck is going on? Like, how can I have this same exact dream with these same exact scenarios? And it's just really weird to wake up from deja vu. So I was just curious if you guys ever had deja vu. Or if you hadn't, just dreams so vivid that you thought it was reality. And I have one more that I'll tell after you guys uh, tell me. So there's one. I've had a few dreams where it it's reoccurring and the same things happen very similarly at the least. But there's one dream and I'm still so confused about it because I remember it so specifically. It wasn't that long ago. It must have been like two or three years ago. But <laughs> you know the scene in Pirates of the Caribbean? where they're going into the caves and it shows like all the gold on the side and Keep all that. The code. So I'm the captain. Look at me. Now look at you. now look back at me. I am the captain and it like it's all of us we're all, like all of us our significant others our parents like we're all on this ship and we live on it together. That sounds Are we that. like uh the the undead like on the ship? No, we we're, we're totally normal. Oh, this okay. is before we were cursed probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so Instead of like taking long boats or smaller boats into the cave, we just take the whole ship through the cave. And it's this big open area and there's like gold on both sides and there's like all this crazy stuff. 
and we're all like looking at it and like wonder and awe and we're like oh my gosh this is amazing we're never gonna have to work again we can stop sailing the seas forever and we're we're all like celebrating and stuff and we're taking gold onto the the ship and then i wake up every single time but here's the thing I only remember having it one night, but I remember having the dream twice. So mm. I think you double dreamed. I think I dreamt the exact same thing twice in a row back to back. So weird. So because I remember the dream and I remember having it twice, but I only remember one night having that dream. So I think I literally had deja vu with a period of eight hours of sleep. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. But yeah, that that's one of the one of the main ones that always resonates with me just because it was so weird and so random and I legitimately only remember having that dream once. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. It's weird, eh? Like it screws with you. It that, does, that it really feeling does. Where it's like, ugh, what, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Um guys, it all makes perfect sense. We're in a simulation right now. <laughs> uh, no, I got I got very split opinion on it because I I don't know. I don't remember my dreams very frequently, like ever. I just wake up. I'm like, oh man, crap! I got to go to work. <laughs> I feel like I just laid down, like consistently. I've had this dream before. <laughs> I do get, That's I do get deja, deja vu. vu. I get deja vu all the time. And one thing that I heard was somebody was saying, like, um, and it makes sense. I don't know how true it is, but that because you're asleep for eight hours, unless you're Caleb, and then you're asleep for two hours, um, <laughs> your mind is just constantly running scenarios through it over and over and over again, all kinds of different scenarios rapidly. You okay? He's got a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I heard this this guy was talking about, like, your mind is constantly running scenarios back to back with slight variations because it's your mind trying to figure out the world. Right. So it just runs, like, thousands of, like, variations of like scenarios um throughout your your dreams and then uh when one of them happens to line up with real life because it's like you thinking about the future like thousands of times over you're just like holy crap i remember this one my my it's in my brain deja vu and that makes a lot of sense to me um but i also like to like i like the other side of the argument the other side of the idea that it's like deja vu is actually like something else where it's like oh man this is this is weird and creepy, and I kind of like it, but kind of don't. I've been here before. Simulation theory, the glitch, something, the glitch, the glitch in the matrix. In the matrix you yeah. know, I like that side too. But it, it did a, make a lot of sense to me that it's just your brain yeah. remembering things. Was it a black cat in the matrix? Uh, that they walked by. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there's two. By again. There's two of them. There's the black cat, and then there's the woman in the red dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 So no, none in particular for you that you can recall. Nothing really. Or I do get deja vu a lot. Me- like messed with you, or were just so vivid. I I honestly can't remember my dreams like at all. Um, I do like I've had times where it's like we'll all hang out or something, and I'll be like, this like I feel like I've done this exact same thing before, and not just like oh we got together and played Smash Bros, but like the same drive home with like the same thoughts with like the same like whatever's going on and the same people and like um or like when i came back from out west i got like massive deja vu but i think it was probably just my brain being like hey you're back home now right right so i thought you were gonna insinuate that our friends are very boring (laughs) we just do the Uh, same thing over some of them (laughs) we should submit this podcast to am radio why boring (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah. Did you just um, call us boring? No. What's up? It's Chuck and the guy. <laughs> Welcome to your morning drive at 8 a.m. Weather's looking okay out there, I guess. Um, I would play you a song this morning, but um, we've lost all our funding. <laughs> so... Instead, I'm I'm just gonna talk about how my wife left me. Um, still hurts a lot. Uh, the kids sided with her in the divorce. <laughs> you know? I'll listen to that reading. That's actually funny. <laughs> no, but the guy's not trying to be funny. He's just he's dead uh, serious. His life is falling apart. He's like, that's what's all funny. I've got left to eat is like frozen dinners and. I'm gonna get fired because nobody's listening to AM radio anymore. And then you guys have the guys on the FM radio. Like, What's up? I'm Chuck Lebowski. <laughs> have you ever thought that maybe dogs are just cats with bigger ears? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna up, play the hottest game. Yeah, shine down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta flip over to AM radio. I'm getting, yeah. I'm, I'm like hemorrhaging or something. I have anxiety like, just from listening to him like, so Cheryl said we should try <laughs> I'm gonna flip okay I'm gonna flip back between FM and AM radio <laughs> okay, if, Mar- if Marcus's head is on the left I want to hear AM radio from Shane and then if it's on the right FM so, I will, I'll, I'll gently place it next time I bought a cantaloupe <laughs> I'm Chuck Lebowski and we're about to hear brand new Shinedown only on 89 Zed so when I cut into it, it was like a little too ripe, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just go to the store and you're hoping for a change of pace and I'm going to eat a whole elephant. And it was, it was on my birthday of all days. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Um, my kids told me that they hated me and they didn't respect. Have you ever just wondered what's in your poo? <laughs> And we'll then, just turn the radio off. Yeah. <laughs> I like that segment. We should bring that back again. That was fun. Oh, guys. Just like this depressed AM radio guy. Oh, and I like, had so much time to think in between of what I was going to say next, but every time I was just so focused on listening to what Shane was, it was saying. It was so hard. Like I, I, was, I was dying laughing because it's like... You guys start laughing, and I'm trying to keep a straight face over here. Talking about how my kids don't respect me, and my cantaloupe is too ripe. Dude, I love... I love our podcast because it's literally toast or whatever, right? And we have the, these metas we create within the podcast. Like, we have Nate's Little Diddlies that questions his Little Ridleys. We have AM versus FM radio. We have change, change uh, Pokemon Super Battles and Choose Your Own Adventures. Oh, and, yeah. and Riddles That Diddle I'm You. I'm here. Did you make a thing that's fun yet? Well, oh, Diddle My Riddle. <laughs> mine, mine was what? Diddle My Riddle or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I did the... Uh... The franchise battle last week. The franchise yeah. battle, yeah, I did like oh, that yeah. one. That was, was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, so then this other dream I had. Uh, <laughs> we can switch after. How this. do we? How do we get on AM radio from dreams? <laughs> I don't know, but I really like. <laughs> I like that. So, um, my therapist says that I should focus more on my job and tell you less about my personal life here at work. But the the roads are pretty backed up right now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like. My heart for my my wife. I still love you, Cheryl. Is that corn? (laughs) (laughs) 
full if circle, guys. If you're, if you're an AM radio host, I am so sorry, but also not. Um, <laughs> this is why. I'd rather get paper cuts in between my fingers than listen to that. Oh my god! I think this is one can of we, our new best segments. Can we just like start an AM radio show? In addition to, I mean, we're kind of doing it, but we're doing it online. But can we just put this on mainstream radio because nobody will know what's going on? No one will listen to it either. Can we imagine? Okay, wait. Can we try yes, one? We, I got can we try it. one more thing. I got it. We could put it on Sirius FML. Oh, we're on we're on Sirius FML yeah. right now, and this is the uh, combination of. Um, of my character and Caleb's character, we have a joint show together. Hey, um, welcome back. I'm joined by my my co-host, um, Charlie and the and the douche. What's and, up, everybody? I'm Charlie and the douche, and I'm here along my yeah host. Hey, I don't know what your name is. You yeah. just talk about your wife a lot. Isn't that funny? I I don't know what my name is anymore either. Have you ever just wondered why did my wife leave me? Yes. Next on Shine Down. Every day. Why is it always Shine Down? Every day. I feel like that's such a radio safe band that all, all channels go to. Uh, now I just have cut the cord. <laughs> so to finish off this dream. So segment, dreams. I had this one dream one time that it was years ago, but in this dream, I lived a full life. Like, it was legit, like, going to Narnia and living a full life. Or like that Rick and Morty episode. Yeah. Like, I when I... When I woke up, it was weird because I had memories of, like, it was just a normal life of, like, going out to friends, of going to a funeral that was really sad, of uh, taking my kids to the ball game, before that, of getting married. And, like, I had all these memories, and when You're I woke up... You already married. I, no, this was before. This was years ago. Mm. And when I woke up, I remember I woke up in such a depression because I was like, my life isn't that... So I had to listen to AM radio. I think I can hey sympathize with that. I think I've had a few dreams sometimes. It's just weird. Yeah, where I'll, something really amazing will happen or there'll be an accolade that I want in real life happen in my dream and then I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Back to China. <laughs> like, like, like sometimes I have these dreams that I'm in like a city kind of like New York, but not New York, and I'm swinging around from webs. <laughs> I'm not quite Spider-Man, but I, I wear like a red and blue costume, and my name is Spider-Man. Spider there's boy. a big sign that I, I like to swing from that says, Welcome to New York. Um, but it's not quite New York. But, you know, this is AM 1742. Um, I, I have a dream about you know, just being happy, you know? Just one one day that's so much to ask for oh sorry traffic traffic with <laughs> traffic is, mm, is pretty backed up out there mm, like um, my arteries there's there's gonna be a little bit of rain coming but there's always a little bit of rain coming <laughs> oh, and i just i'm sorry i'm gonna play a song for you guys here Twinkle, twinkle, <laughs> little <Why>? me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys just see Marv lift her leg and fart? <laughs> That's the perfect response to that segment. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about D&D more, guys? Oh, man. I'm so excited that we're going to be playing Here's next, a, next. I know. Campaign. I'm so psyched. Here's and another here's brand what, new campaign. Yeah, yeah I know. We've got sticks. so many campaigns going, and it's because just we 
At least friends. this way, if somebody is free, we just have to have a campaign with every possible combination of friends so that no matter what, we have everybody free from one campaign. It's... I think all of our friends just struggle from commitment issues. Yeah. And uh, I think that the group that we got for this campaign is going to be a lot better. How am I the one that's most committed? I have the most commitment issues. <laughs> like, I'll quit a job just because it's, like, a Thursday. I'm like, yeah, I don't even want to work. <laughs> this isn't a joke. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not serious. It's, uh, yeah, this is not a bit. But, no, 100%. I'm so excited. This I think you guys, it's a little bit different from what I've been doing with the other campaigns. This one's a little bit more... L.A. Noir. Yeah. It, like, the, the best way I could describe it is what I said in the group chat was L.A. Noir meets what we do in the shadows. Like, yeah, 100% so that's excited. what it is. Can you um, imagine, like, a D&D AM, AM 400 radio show? <laughs> hey, guys. Um, it's me, <laughs> your dungeon master. <laughs> um, call in, call in me, with your decisions. Give me, give me a, a, a D20 roll for commitment. Uh, <laughs> With disadvantage. Um, Natural give me, one. Give me, give me a, a D20 roll for persuasion to see if you can still see your kids on the weekend. Um, you're riding down a dusty road and there's there's a lot of traffic. Um, and it's raining. Um, yeah, the weather in, in our D&D campaign is raining. Um, I'm in a dying industry. Um, stupid internet's ruining everything. So, uh, Phil, if you're still listening to the show, thank you. I appreciated the card. Um, oh, oh, the light just went off. You stopped listening. Um, that's okay. It's okay. Oh, I just love the sad AM, that, AM radio. That's my new favorite character. It's a great character. It's a you, you should be that in... <laughs> I would go. I would think everybody would get so sick of it so fast. But uh, yeah, so the the campaign itself, I guess we can describe it a little. I mean, ahead, use it we don't know much about it. Only you know about it. Yeah, I gave you guys kind of the intro bit. But yes. Essentially, it's this. It's a world after a great war, um, where Osmodius, as some of you war. may know, is a popular D and D character um, NPC that's often portrayed as the devil. In in my campaign, the he brought up it's all homebrew. Um, he brought up an army um, that was on this world, so it was part demons and then part of the other races that joined his cause, and they went against the free people who didn't want to succumb, obviously, to the devil, like Braveheart. Yeah, and so there were a bunch of other gods like Pelor, Melora, Cord. A bunch of them came and joined oh, with the humans, and they they fought together, and then they beat Osmodius and. Then there was a bunch of stuff. There's this great piece, and it abolished racism. And then through that, a bunch of technology and magics that had never seen before came into the world. And the humans started kind of messing with the gods. And if gods tried to oppose them or tried to, like, influence racism, the humans would... Or, sorry, the creatures would just go and kill these gods because they now had the power to do so. So all the gods that were left, that were still alive, kind of abandoned humanity. And then the start of the story that's kind of the main driving plot is there's rumors that Osmodius had a son that no one had ever found. And this son is trying to basically do what his father did to a grand new scale. And that's kind of where it starts off. And where we're at in history is it's like 800 years after the Great War. 
and you got two two of your characters are going to be cops. One of your characters is going to be um, someone who's kind of trapped and uh, a very important person in the world. And then the fourth one is going to be basically a mob boss. That's amazing. And uh, I'm going to try and weave it together that you guys kind of have to work together. Mm. And this is all within the first few I'm minutes so of what's happening. Can, can so, we know who are the on the police force? Do you want to know? Yeah, I mean, okay. So I, I think I, I know who it anything, is. <laughs> anything that you want to share about the campaign to start it off, feel free to talk about now, as long as it's not spoilers for, like, like us, I guess. But, like, I would love, like, I mean, we could play the first round here with just Nathan and I. I'd be down for that, you know? Like, any info I can get, please. So. <laughs> I need this. So my, my wife left. Me. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> AM radio. Uh, so you and Nathan are gonna be uh, the cops. Nice. Uh, I think you told me that already. Yeah. So you guys that's have cool. the most experience uh, as D and D players. So well, I that's not true. I don't know how much John, how much experience no, he has. I, I know, know he's played before, but I want him to be potentially the mob boss, and okay. then I'm gonna have Matt, who's never played before, be the very important character. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. You make yeah. the people who su- like you give the people who suck at things like the coaches award. Yeah, yeah. you're like, like here, you, you can know, still help. Like good, good job, sweetie. You're doing your best. It, it, it'll be <laughs> a little easier to help him along the path if he kind of knows what his role is earlier. Whereas yeah. for you and for you two and John, I'm not going to give you much guidance. We can just kind of do whatever we want on who your character is. Right, I'm going to let you guys kind of roll with it. But what's cool is you guys gave what one thing that I like to do for my campaigns is I make all my players write super detailed background checks and background stories for their characters. Um, and then I work with them to basically mold it into the world that I create. Mm-hmm. So you two have given me phenomenal ones that I, I love really it. love. And somehow they fit together. They fit perfectly together. And the way that you guys shared it, it works perfectly. And it makes sense even for your motivations to want to become cops. Yeah. So before I even had started um, sharing you guys what the information of the, the even the world was you guys had written your characters and sent them to me and I was like you know what the these two have perfect backstories to be these characters that I want them to be in the world that's amazing and it, it it's just kind of falling together perfectly even what John's character is and who he's becoming it's like okay that makes perfect sense for him to be kind of like a mob bossy character that is is, is going to have motivation to fight with you guys for whatever's kind of coming and stuff. So yeah, it's, I'm, I'm super excited. excited. Obviously I know a lot more than you guys and I I would love to share more about it, but it's like, I I don't want to break that surprise when it hits in the campaign. Are you doing accents, Shane, for your character? I haven't decided what my character is going to sound like yet. Autism is a charming, (laughs) it's a charming cop. Do you want to share your accent? Yeah. The name's Clive. Clive Bearstead. He's from New Zealand. <laughs> He's from. New- I hate bed. I hate bed guys. You you hate bed guys. Bed guys. Yeah. They're like bed, bed bugs. Bed guys. Like guys in beds. Yeah, bed guys. Oh yeah, those guys in beds. I hate when people sleep. I'm, just, I'm very excited to play. I wish I had the vocal Same capability here. that you guys had for my characters that are NPCs. I tried, oh. but it's it's so hard to keep I remember up in sometimes. our other campaign, your go-to voice was, Oh, 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 oh hello there, young traveler. Or, <laughs> or, 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 or this one. Coughs. There's this one, too. It's like, hey, 
Welcome to my shop. <laughs> my name's Chad. I'll be helping you today. Kyle, come and help these guys up front, please. Pl Kyle, no, we can't make out in the back right now. We have customers. Unless, do you guys want to come out in the back and make out? Caleb's got like a couple go-to voices, and it's awesome. Yeah, we gotta stop the recording real quick and restart. But don't worry, we'll be back. We'll be back, or whatever. Whatever. Sixteen seconds. Fifteen. I gotta disarm the bomb. You're an explosive expert. We're just off. Put the headphones on. Okay, you guys ready? We're gonna welcome our guests back by harmonizing welcome. So Caleb, you'll be um um the barrel. Baritone. So you go welcome, then welcome, welcome, right? Welcome. Welcome. Hey, welcome back to toast or whatever. Again. Where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Um, That's whose line is anyway. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. Can I'm, you, can I'm you... your host, Ryan Stiles, uh, joined by my good friends, Drew Carey, and also Drew Carey. <laughs> Colin Mockery. Oh, yeah, that guy. I forgot about him. <laughs> I don't like Drew Carey. It's some of his face. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's harsh. Yeah. Do you guys do any funny voices or, like, um, accents or anything? Yeah. So, my wife. <laughs> I know Shane does a good Joker. Oh, I love doing the Joker. Yeah, Caleb? Not really. Not really. There's like few, like my Stephen Hawking's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I do like your Stephen Hawking's. Give it a go. Okay, hold on. I have come to steal, kill, and destroy. My name is Stephen Hawking. I have come to kill, steal, and destroy everything that you ever loved. The square root of 27 is 3. <laughs> uh, Stephen Hawking, I think you made a, a calculation <laughs> error there. So that's my Stephen Hawking. I love this. Stephen and then Hawking. I can do like one uh, line that Smeagol does in Lord of the Rings. Go ahead. <laughs> to catch a fuss. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Little punch ball. Oh my gosh. <sighs> The sweet, you, the the part where you said sweet, you nailed it. Yeah. Everything else. Was <laughs> That's why I said one line I can do. <laughs> More like one word. One word I can do. <laughs> uh, what is? I can't see. I can't even. I can't carry a conversation in an accent. That's funny. <laughs> what, what was your other topic, you had, Kim? Oh, um, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, I didn't want to call anyone out, but I wanted to talk about how much I hate Twitter. I hate Twitter. Can I, can I just rant about something and then it'll yeah, spark yeah. conversation? Go okay. ahead, you rant. So I'm not going to name any names or anything. But no, we please, we like <laughs> drama. So name, name away. So we have, We're a drama channel. We, we have one friend who tweets a lot. Like, a lot. Do I, I don't go on person? Twitter, so I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I don't know. I'm on so, Twitter like twice. So this person essentially, when they're a great person in person, <laughs> um, but whenever they get on Twitter, it just seems like, they complain about something a 13-year-old would complain about. So Cold macaroni. What, exactly. That, that's the kind of stuff it is. But to like a degree that's not offensive, but it's they're being so dramatic that it makes it seem like this is the only issue in the world that matters. And even the stuff he talks about, they talk about. 
<laughs> on Twitter that is important. They just have awful opinions. One second, I'm just writing a tweet here. Cold <laughs> macaroni. I don't know how to spell macaroni. Macaroni. But anyway, the is the worst. The basis of what I'm trying to get across is I feel like when people go on Twitter, their mind becomes the age thirteen. And then they talk about things that they think they know about and then just give awful opinions and just say the stupidest things. And they get away with it for whatever reason because it's Twitter. That's me on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, look at Donald Trump. Unfortunately, we live in the age of... Um, Everybody's voice is heard. Anything can influence anybody to the point where people... And we'll just use Trump, for example. He does a ton of stupid things, right? He does. Right, but, whether you like him or not, not we're not going to get political, but like we're in the age where yeah, a meme, look. where a meme could say, Trump pushing down everybody on the way to church, and it has no context to anything whatsoever. It's like people reading an article on the Onion and being like, "That's true." Right. They, they think it's truth because nobody knows how to study out the truth for themselves. Right. Where those memes, those little opinions that people can say, "F Trump." And just because you like that influencer, you're going to be like, yeah, F Trump. I don't know what he does. I don't know anything about the guy. And that's what influences them and causes them to have that hive mind. And I have a huge problem with social media regarding politics and hive mind. Well, not, and not even counting politics, counting anything. The opinion of um, like Aunt Jemima, Aunt Jemima syrup. That's a big one going on right now. Uncle, right. Uncle Ben's rice. And that's still political. I'm trying to think of something unpolitical. But like the opinion of you. Cold macaroni and cheese. Of cold macaroni and cheese. Pineapple on pizza. That's a huge one. F people. <laughs> put pineapple on their pizza and ruin a perfectly good pizza. And I love pineapple on pizza. And if you haven't tried it, but you listen to memes that say pineapple on pizza is equivalent to Satan, then like no one's going to try pineapple on pizza and, and, well, good. and, they and should be and... woke. You know, yeah. random fun fact. I've met Donald Trump and I've shaken his hand. Have you really? Like, this is a real thing. Yeah, real. How have real you never life. told us this before? I, I'm pretty sure. It, uh, maybe, no, you uh, no. never said it. In, in North this. Carolina. I, oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot you did that. Yeah. yeah. I went to, there's a big conference uh, there. Is and this I, when you were like journalist? Uh, no, before that, actually. Uh -huh. This was like almost right out of high school. Um, but I went to North Carolina. There was this big business seminar, and Donald Trump was one of the keynote speakers. And uh, afterwards, I ran into him in the hallway, and I was like, hey, thanks so much for speaking. And I shook his hand. Yeah, he does have really tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb bringing us the answers Cam that we wanted. Came confirmed. Did, yeah. does, when he but, walked, does he have that weird lean forward, too? Uh, I, just I honestly don't remember. But he, he was a very good speaker, and from... The information they shared, and this wasn't political at all. It was all it all had to do with business and stuff. Right. It he was very enjoyable as a person. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not I that think... I support him or think he's a good person <laughs> or does good things. I'm just saying, like the one interaction that I have had with him. You heard it here person. first. Caleb yeah. wants to marry him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the problem I just with found the, episode, the problem with social media is your opinion doesn't have to be right. Mm -hmm. Like by any means, it can be like the stupidest thing in the world. But if you say it loud enough. It's like you'll get a following and people will be like, yeah, that's right. And it's like, no, man, like that's stop being so loud. That's why I hate Twitter because it's I just yeah. hate Twitter. OK, I found a good modern example. Okay. The raid on Area 51. <laughs> it always comes awesome. back to Area 51. Full circle. Somebody made a meme and posted it blew up and people actually went there expecting there to be a huge raid on but the funny thing about the people that went there is it was so split there was like people yeah. that were there for the meme because it was hilarious 
Um, and then there was people there who, like, people who went there unironically. Yeah, they were, like, ready, like, let's find those aliens and clap cheeks. <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast, Caleb. Yeah, it's just when you high-five your cheeks together, like, like what? Here. No. Cut my cheek. No. <laughs> Six stop feet. stop Six saying feet. that. Uh, it's getting weird in here. So you hate Twitter, yeah? Yeah. Twitter's just like, out of, ah, out of all the social medias, Twitter's the worst. Um, Instagram, it's a virus. Instagram is getting close. Um, the problem with Instagram, um, I guess it illustrates my point a little bit better than me just being like, social media can be dumb. Like, um, is like how... How much of an, or how much of a fake life can be perpetuated, and people can buy into it? 100%. So, um, I think the best example for me um, is a mix between like you get like the Instagram influencers and the, like the the YouTube gurus, and these are people that have these like, like either they have like fake wealth where they went rent things out or they've inherited wealth and they're like perpetuating that lifestyle. And you get people who will like make like YouTube tutorials on like how to be rich without doing any work ever. And also it's free online and just <laughs> you can just buy my course for $2,000. This is a true thing. They'll sell courses for like 2000 to $10,000. And they're just loud about it. And if people try to like criticize them, they like tear it down. And you're like, no, buddy, you're teaching basic intro level marketing techniques. But you're being loud about it on your social medias and you're showing like fast cars and like like all kinds of cool stuff and you're being very loud about your opinion yeah. and then people buy into it because they want to be like you um, not realizing that the way you're making your money is by selling $2,000 courses to people who are down on their luck and are reaching for that. Um, I think that best describes my opinion on people being loud to uh, being loud over truth. Um, by saying like, do this, do this, do this by my course. And this, you can have this life that I'm showing you is just being loud. Um, but there's no actual validity to what they train or it's very basic stuff. Right. I, and I think that all of the social medias kind of have, obviously there's an upside and a downside to everything, but I think the easiest way to explain them, Facebook is a yearbook where people can just write wherever they want. And it's all old people with very political opinions. Exactly. Now. And then, um, Instagram is look how fake I am. Oh, yeah. Twitter is look how annoying I can be. Yeah. And then Tumblr is Pornhub, too. <laughs> and, and YouTube is a cringe compilation. <laughs> yeah. And unboxing videos. Look at how many non-YouTubers are on our YouTube central uh, video. <laughs> I like yeah. Reddit. Right. Reddit's the only pure. Well, <laughs> Reddit's a... <laughs> yeah. I joined this one Reddit, um, this one subreddit that... Uh, Actually, you were featured in Shane. What? Yeah, there was a video. Is this the one that you made? There was a video of you blowing up a balloon or oh, something. Oh, you son of a bee. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell this story now. Can I tell this story? Yeah, you would tell the story. Then we'll okay, so um, a while back, I was trying to do different video types. Um, and one of the ones you was like... really low. Like, miss, no, it wasn't even that. It was like, Mr. Beast was like all the rage. I'm like, what stupid thing can I do? So I did like, I made a tiny forest out of Lego in a real forest and then I did one where I was like, I filled my entire car with balloons because I'm like, this is cheap and I don't have money and I got, I can just fill my car with balloons. And I started getting like far more traction on that than like most of my videos at the time. And I was like, oh wow, people are like interested in this or something. And there started being like a bunch of comments, like very subtle at first. 
Um, and like some guy was like, hey, there's this challenge where you blow up a balloon and until it pops. I'm like, oh, that don't, don't make, make no sense to me. But I mean, at the time, most of my audience was like younger, not kids, but like, I don't know, just younger in general, because I was getting a lot of the people from the Cuphead videos come over. And I was like, man, I could see how like that would be scary, I guess. Like, is that just a stupid challenge? I'm an old man. I don't understand the internet anymore. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll do this. Um, so I really played up how scary it was. I was like, oh my goodness, it's scary. And I had stupid edits in it. And uh, I thought it was just like a meme. But I was getting trolled because um, all these comments started coming in. And it was a little weird at first. Um, and then it got really weird. There was comments like, I dare you to bounce on a balloon till it pops. I'm like, what the? And then there was another one's like, I dare you to uh, pop a balloon between your stomach and a, a stomach of a fat friend. And I was like, what the? <laughs> so then like two days go by and this video is getting a lot of views. And I'm like, what the? And like, I'm able to see where the views are coming from. And there's this website. And I go to the website. And apparently balloons are a fetish. And this was like a forum. There was like nothing like, nothing like, sexual on the website like imagery but there was like pictures of balloons everywhere so maybe it was sexual for them um and like i'm like what the i'm like going down this rabbit hole learning about this thing apparently they like are like sexually attracted to balloons and i search my my video link and it comes up and there's like this guy that's like i pretended to be a kid suggesting this is merely a fun thing to do a good challenge a youtube challenge he bought into it and then they're like there's a bunch of all these like follow-up responses and people are like I suggested he bounce on one till it pops. Keep playing it safe, but don't, don't, um, what was it they said? They said something like, don't bring attention to our group because this might pay off in the end. And then there was one, there was one dude that was like, I don't know, dude or girl. It was like, it was like, I don't know. This seems kind of weird to unknowingly rope somebody into one of our fetishes. And they're like, just shut up and play it safe. And I'm like, I'm like, what the, what the, so I delete the video instantly and I'm like freaking out. And like, I tell one of my friends at the time, not one of you guys, um, somebody that I was working with. And she's like, she's like, yeah. She's like, obviously this is going to be a fetish thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was so confused. I was like, cause like, and uh, it was just like, I was speechless. I'm like, what the, like, what did I stumble upon? <laughs> and like, apparently they're called lunars. <laughs> Have you never heard the story? No, no. I've never heard the story. No. It freaked me out. I was like, what type of weird crap? I'm like, they're just balloons. They're like, they're things for parties. Like, why is this? Oh, there will be a party, thing? all right. Yeah, I'm like, because I, I, my, my brain would have never thought that this was a real thing. Like, a whole subculture of, of people that have, like, a forum for, like, convincing people to blow up balloons because they get off to it like <laughs> that is that's a thing apparently so crazy. yeah so thanks for bringing that story up and giving me ptsd nathan I appreciate did i bring that. that up you literally said i'm part of a subreddit that <laughs> shane's featured in um and it has to do with balloons so yeah yeah you brought it up i'm gonna go ahead and say Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for another episode of Toast or whatever. Each and every week we'll gather around talk about whatever the gosh darn heck we want to talk about. A few things to pimp. Go to YouTube.com slash Shane Morris Vlogs or just type in Shane Morris. He's not the football player. Not the football player. Give uh, Subscribe to that channel. Check out Galcast, uh, Game of the Week uh, podcast on any podcast service, really. Spotify, Apple, CastBox, the uh, other ones. Pocket Cast. Pocket AM, Cast. AM Radio. 
AM radio. And then uh, just go on Twitch. Go ahead and uh, search I Evil Ma. It's our buddy Brett. He streams on the regular. And it'd be great if you gave him a follow. Um, other than that. If you haven't already, go to our Facebook page. Give us a like there. Every week we'll post uh, for suggestions if to hear what you guys want to talk about. And same with our Gowcast Facebook page as well. We'll also take suggestions there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want to give us money, that would be cool. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Uh, just DM we'll, me. I'll give you my email address. We'll, you can e transfer straight we'll to my We'll sell bank whatever product you got. I mean, you balloons. know, Ridge Wallet, <laughs> balloons, um, other things, NordVPN. <laughs> All right, on that note, thank you everybody <laughs> for watching. Give us money. Yeah, we'll love you a lot. See you on the pretty, 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 pret